Hello and welcome to our podcast Shots of Blondes. We are two girls goofing around in Denmark and recording podcasts where we share our experiences and opinions on things that are happening in the world. My name is Laura and my name is Martina and we hope you will enjoy two blondes talks. Roll the intro music. Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to our new podcast! In today's episode, we would like to share our stories and our points of view at the situation in Denmark. And because we're both Slavic <laughs> and studying in Denmark, decided to move here from our countries. So I think we have definitely a lot of interesting opinions and things to share with you about like the biggest challenges and how is it to actually live abroad and move across the euro basically. <laughs> yeah, we would like to cover some questions that we get asked a lot. Yeah. And basically if someone asks us in the future, we'll just tell them to listen to our podcast so we don't have to answer them ever again. Hopefully. Well, Hopefully. Not gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think one of the most often questions we receive is like, why did you came? Uh, for me, I come from Latvia and um, although I love my country, but for me, I think since I was super young, I always knew I kind of want to experience culture and different people and I loved English and I just wanted to see what's out there like see outside the box you know um yeah I don't know what about you I come from Czech Republic and if you're from Czech Republic or Slovakia or somewhere around and you have the freaking same horrible education system <laughs> that can relate actually yes, that you know what I'm talking about I could experience the life at universities in Czech Republic and it was horrible. It was horrible. I couldn't stand the attitudes that teachers mm, have. Yeah. And they're giving me so much bullshit. And those lectures were from early in the morning until late night. Mm. And you can't focus the whole day. This is impossible. Yeah. And everything is about memorizing and... I don't think I can use this knowledge in the future. And I didn't think back then. So I was looking for some alternative. And even though in a, when I was in high school, I saw a poster saying that there's a possibility to study in Denmark. Yeah, <laughs> and I went for it. <laughs> yeah, and get free money and healthcare and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah. like fairy tale almost. <laughs> I was also considering study in England. But then Same, Brexit. No, not like that, but I didn't like that idea to finish your studies and be in debt. Yeah, well, before Brexit, it was actually possible to do it without debt, like the government pays you back. But I was also scared. I was also actually considering England, but because of the Brexit and I wanted to stay afterwards, I wanted to have like security. I decided to look for other alternatives. And for me, it was like either Denmark or Netherlands. But in Netherlands, you have to pay for education. So I kind of... And the education didn't sound so interesting. Yeah. Denmark was a nice option. Also, while I was applying, I found it really difficult, like, financially. Because everyone who's been to 
Scandinavia or who live there says it's really expensive. Where are you struggling actually financially or how like how did you decide to go for it? Because a lot of people will say, see, okay, this is expensive, like free education obviously, but like it's pay it's the living cost, it's so high that they don't know how to like secure themselves. So they decided like, oh, I will just stay in my home country. Like I encourage people to do it because I don't see that as an obstacle. You can always find like like ways how to solve it. Of course, there is always way to do so. And from my experience, it's better to save up money. Yeah, definitely. Just to have some ground, some safe ground that you yeah. can bounce security off to. net. Yeah, exactly. And. I had some savings mm. that went straight to deposit, yeah. straight to paying rent, have some food. Well, yeah, for me, it was uh, obviously I come from quite wealthy family, not like I'm super, super rich or mm -hmm. anything, but like I can afford things in my family, but my family couldn't help me to like secure me financially every month and but I still had this, this goal that I want to move I want to uh, have international perspective and uh, experience so and my family was supporting me so much so I found a ways how to deal with it they helped me before moving mm -hmm. with some money and I also had some savings but I took some loan which I don't see as such a bad thing because some people think sometimes because it's still you invest in yourself and you in your education and and um and I know I can pay it off because if I stay in Denmark afterwards the salary is so huge that I already with my current savings I could actually pay back this loan. Is it a loan from your country? Yes. Unfortunately they uh closed it this year so none of our like citizens in our country can't get loan anymore. Oh, I was one okay. of the lucky ones but uh yeah, 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 it was you see, we just want to put it out that there's so many options how there to is, yeah. how to get. But once you get here, you have to build a network. Definitely. That's for sure. The first job, first four jobs. <laughs> I think every possible job. Actually, 80% of jobs you get in Denmark is based on networking. Yeah, exactly. It's such a huge thing. Friend knows a friend and knows a friend. How did you get a first job, actually? I found my first job through actually i got my first job even before coming to denmark really how i was curious how to get to denmark or is it is it really this amazing how they how it was written on the freaking poster that i found and i tried to contact few people who are already studying there at the time Ooh. and check people right i found them on instagram <laughs> and i wrote them a message to ask how much they spent monthly <laughs> <laughs> and they shared the experience and i also stayed in touch with one of the girls that i'm still a good friend with and she helped me to find a job here so it was really nice and another job i found through my roommate at the time mm. yeah. so it was it was not that hard yeah for me as well like uh, I also came here and I was li living in a shared house with uh, uh, older students mm -hmm. who already kind of graduated school 
So they also had a network uh, that they were working as a dishwasher in a hotel. So they just recommended me as well. But like in general, like I, what I hate about like when people promote going to Denmark, they say like, oh, free education, oh, free healthcare, yes. and you get like a yes. SU, which is the um, student uh, grant, uh, monthly grant. But like the thing is. A lot of students come here hoping they will get job like quickly, like in the first yeah. week, oh and they God, will get a big money. That's oh. such a lie. Like you won't get it like that. Like it's you have to work for it. Like that, we got lucky because we had a network. We were socializing. But if you go with CV around, you can wait half year, years even sometimes. Yeah. Some people don't get it. Like in three years, Fred doesn't get the job, and they're applying all the time. So I got lucky. Martina got lucky, but it's not that easy. Definitely. And you should have this backup plan with some kind of security money before you come. I I totally agree. Like even the agency that I applied through, yeah, yeah. I applied through. They're like so hyped. Up. They're hyping the whole Danish mm. experience up. And if I ask someone, they would warn me before that. But the agency was painting it all in different yeah, colors. Definitely. But I don't know if we talked about this, but or if you know what that is. SU is basically a student grant that you get if you work all part the time, de- part time. So fifteen to fifteen, ten to twelve hours per week. Yeah, and it has to be in your uh, yeah. contract written in. So it's uh, yeah, it's hard to get a job here. First of all, as international, especially. If you don't speak the Danish language, obviously in Denmark they speak. Everyone speaking really, really good English, but well, they still have their own language and they appreciate when, like, as a waiter at least speaks Danish, or like a bartender, or like yeah. Just guys, don't give up. For sure, don't give up. Just it take comes your with a lot of benefits. Like it's 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 a challenging, but it comes with a lot of social benefits, and that's what's good about Denmark, definitely. And that's why I think we should, we want to encourage others to also apply and come, obviously here. Yeah. I think like studying abroad is actually a really nice experience because it gives you a new perspective on a lot of things, and you learn a lot of things about yourself as well. For sure, first thing is you can't give up. Don't mm. give up. Print out your CV. Go to places if you're applying for a job. Go to places. Go there. Go there multiple times. If talk with people. Yeah, talk with people. Meet people. I don't know. Party with people. <laughs> yeah, that, that, in Denmark, that's such a huge thing. Partying. <laughs> that's how you network. Like, if you're sitting in your room, well, bro, come on. Like, nothing gonna happen. No job gonna come to you. Yeah, you can just. You could just mention that you're looking for a job yes, and then these talk people, about it yeah these people would give you some advice recommend you some places and everyone actually in Denmark is super nice like international yeah. Danish people they're very welcoming and very warm people they everyone wishes you all the best I don't I haven't met like in general people who <laughs> would be bad to you like everyone is struck like internationals everyone is going through the same thing so they mm-hmm. kind of know And, like, Danish people are just very, actually, chill and very nice in general. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, what is, like, the biggest challenge that we had to face? Well, finances, but we already kind of talked about it. Um, Oh, mentally. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mental mental health. Mental mental, mental health. Mental (laughs) health. 
Well, do you want to start with that? I, I have so much to talk about. <laughs> it's, we can touch a bit of this. I saw a post on Facebook and it was from a, some guy that was... He was working for a news or something like that in Denmark or what? No, I, don't, I actually don't know. And he asked those people who live in Denmark, is it really the happiest place in the world? <gasps> What's the truth about it? Such a because, misconception. Yes, because oh. people... <laughs> People say it's the happiest place in the world, but when you live here, it's a nightmare. <laughs> so the thing is, it's uh, the way how they measure this thing like a happiest uh, place in the world. It's based on completely different things that actually how people feeling, but more like what kind of well-being like um, things they have, like more like social benefits. They measure basically on social benefits, and Denmark in that way is super nice because you have secured everything like. Your life is figured out, you have money and it's secure and safe. But when it comes to mental health, actually Denmark is the second most suicidal country in the Europe, I think. Second in or Europe? world even. No, I think in Europe actually. Yeah. Like second worst. So it's actually the suicide level is one of the highest and also divorce level is one of the highest in Denmark. And uh our teacher also made this article about it. So it's like a lot of weather and like people being very, um, um, how did I say, like inwarded, like kind of very, um, they don't like socialize much, keep their distance, very distant, 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 distant. I think the English people are general. And like the weather, like the, it's getting dark and rainy quite quickly not always during summer it gets dark around 10 10 p.m well right now it's getting dark at 3 fucking <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> very personal very affected by that <laughs> okay guys just be just be ready for the weather of winter course. depression winter depression i can i have my own experience from last year I don't think I did actually have like that much of homesickness, but more like uh, um, personal realizations. Like you kind of, for me, it was like my ego was so boosted up before. I was so much in Latvia. And when I came here, I just realized I'm nothing. Like no one knows who I am. Like I'm literally no one here. I don't know even the language. I don't know the people. Like I don't have my network. So it kind of hit me hard. Like who am I? Like. What am I doing with my life? What do I want to? Oh, you're know. like exploring yourself. Like yes, that. yes. And that that kind of fucked up my brain a lot. And my mental health was not really that strong. And I felt actually really, really lonely. Because when you also just come, everyone is such a fake friend. Everyone wants to be your friend. But it's such a fake friendships. And then afterwards, I realized that. And... I kind of distanced myself from those toxic people and I felt so lonely. Isn't that, isn't it like, because everyone is trying to make some network. Exactly, so build yeah. some network. So they're trying to like find their people, basically. Yeah, but like they're grabbing everyone almost. <laughs> no, <girl>. like, <laughs> grabbing, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's not real. It wasn't real. It was just like to make others feel less lonely because everyone feels so freaking lonely in the beginning yeah that's true well i felt i don't know how to 
some this app basically it was hard for me as well not i don't feel i felt homesick it was just everything just was so different and stressful because everything is new for you and yeah. if you're in a new environment you're trying to absorb all these informations about around you and what do you have to do where do you have to go for example in school <laughs> <laughs> and also there are some people that want to do the same and they want to build a network as fast as they can so mm. they have some strong base fan base <laughs> fan base <laughs> also that sometimes fan base <laughs> well, minions those people who like to be in the middle of attention right <laughs> yeah well there's a different kind of people but i get you yeah it's definitely hits everyone in some way it's not that bad as it might sound you get over it you learn how to deal with these issues and you overcome with it eventually i think very important is to talk with your family find real friends and talk with them about it not keeping yourself or get someone to talk about it and and try to deal with your issues rather than avoiding them also a nice question right now how do you build a network during corona if you started studying in denmark and it's corona and you can't do anything well i kind of have experience in this field i would say <laughs> during corona well we made so many new friends <laughs> actually yeah that's true i think tinder it sounds horrible guys okay let me hear me out hear me out <laughs> okay tinder can also be good for networking i don't see it only as dating app and and um like quick sex to quick get a hook up hook up app but uh it's more than that you actually make can make friendships and you can actually meet interesting people so for us it was um well i found a guy on tinder <laughs> which I met before Corona hit it and then we kind of chatted and then we met up and we um, met his all his friends and started partying. So that was one way out. But now when I moved to Aarhus and I also started uh, studying in new city and living in this new city and it's still Corona times and everything more or less closed. Uh, well, obviously your classmates uh, is a huge way how you can network. Yeah. And well, yeah, Tinder is still one of my n number one go-to ways to meet people. And also go to the events, but I don't know if there's so much events going on these days. Like parties? Currently, currently in Denmark, there is a maximum 10 people. 10 people. Yeah. It can be in the same room. Well, it's challenging, definitely. For sure. For sure, it's really challenging to make network right now. Or get a job. Yeah, because I know that so many people were fired during Corona or after first wave of Corona. It was like yeah. in May. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm one of those people, I would say. <laughs> but I don't. I no don't. No depression here on our I, podcast. No, I don't want to think it's <laughs> negative because, like, come on, guys, this is the best time in the world history to get a job because it's so easy. You're you can work remote jobs. You can work in whatever country you want basically from your home from your bed literally working in your bed you can work in whatever country you want and in whatever company you want to so it's 
there's freelance jobs, there's remote jobs, there's, uh, you can make like your own podcast and monetize (laughs) on it and you can start your blog and like you can become an influencer. Like there's so many ways to get a job and like get some kind of income. So I don't think it's, you just have to get creative. Exactly, Laura. This is the positive, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) I'm bringing it in. (laughs) Positive mindset. Okay, let's move on from the depressive things to the positive sides. What is the things what you love about Denmark? What is the good side of it? I love the energy from some people. Most international. Like, from the beginning, I was hanging out with internationals the most but then I kind of drink corona I switch to Danes Danes <laughs> but some people say that Danes are really cold and it's hard to be in touch with them it's also hard for them to start a conversation maybe but well it depends if you're on the party or it depends if you're drunk or not exactly and if they're having a good time or not <laughs> yeah no, but they're warm people. They're nice. Well, they're not like the Spanish people who will just come to you randomly. No. Yeah. I think you have to get dr- Dane drunk to open up. <laughs> Sounds sad, but that's true. One on one about Don't Danish drink people. It. Don't drink it. Just survive this sober. <laughs> yeah. Good, good <laughs> advice. Good advice. Good advice. <laughs> no, but yeah, I would assume like energy, people. Like, I don't know. Everyone is so nice. Like, once I had a story that uh, I didn't say good morning in a bus and the bus driver was like, well, you didn't say good morning to me. And I wasn't used to that because in my country, we just ignore each other. We don't say anything. We just go in the bus and whatever. No, I, I personally find it really, really nice. The um, attitude of teachers. They're yeah, they're so nice. Really, they're you're really friendly. Like, you call them by their names. That's how it yeah. should be. You're it's more like a mentors rather yeah. than like a feeling alternative teacher. Exactly. You're like their friends and they're just trying to help you and give you some advice that can help you in your project. Education is much different. It's more yeah. practical based rather than like you read from books and you just concept make a concept and that's it. Also, Christmas time is coming. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And thanks to Corona, thank you, Corona. Yes, thank you. We're not going home. We're staying here. We're going to. Well, we're going to spend Christmas together. But I have this early Christmas enthusiasm, so I decided to give you a package <laughs> right now. Yes. Oh my god, it's over you. there. Just get it. Oh my god, I was like, wait, which one? Oh, Just grab the whole bag. Oh my god. It sounds liquidish. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you open it. Oh, I should open it. During podcast. I mean, yeah, why not? I'm scared. What is it? Oh my god, you're getting me in the Christmas spirit. and It's not, even, it's like not ASMR. But guys, Laura is opening her present up. You can see it. She looks suspicious. Packaging sound, yes. She's squeezing the packaging. <laughs> Shit, I need scissors for this shit. Oh my god. <laughs> she still can't open it. Oh my god. I need scissors. scissors. <laughs> but bring it back here. Oh yes. Oh what is this? You got ice! <laughs> <laughs> nice! <laughs> Fuck! I don't have opener. I just 
Oh my god, We're, Laura is struggling to open it. I don't can you open it? No, I don't think I can. But it open a bit, that's her the sound. Alex, where are you? If you're listening to this podcast, please come. Oh, I can manage without it. Hey, there you go. Okay. You have to check it on your knee and on check knee. it. I missed it. There you go, that's the position. There you go, hey, she made it. Yes! Six Bitch. minutes later. You make me laugh. Okay, there you go. Take six to continue my podcast. Now you're more friendly. That's how you make network. Wow, I'm so, feeling it in my body already. <laughs> so Laura is done with her Christmas gift. Oh my god, what is, your, what is that sound? <laughs> That's summer. You still have a lot to learn. What? Yes. I'm scared. Oh my god. You're getting me drunk. You're teaching me stuff. <laughs> We're back after our little Christmas break. Yay, I'm back. <laughs> Laura is a little tipsy, so this will be fun. <laughs> I won't tell her anything. <laughs> okay. You can't tell she's drunk. <laughs> so what we wanted to say, it's always nice to it's always nice to get out of your comfort zone and experience new things. Even though there's always advantage and disadvantage when it comes to experiencing new things. Mm. Yeah, most importantly, you should be open-minded about everything. Yeah, be open-minded, be positive. And, um, yeah, like, try to see the the experience is what you get out of everything in your life, not, like, bad things. Like, if something happens, try to look for the positive thing, like, what you learn, you know? Yeah, the knowledge you gained. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think there's everything, something always good about it. Everything you and uh i would definitely suggest like for people who are listening to this uh to either try living abroad or travel experience new cultures or even come to denmark like denmark i think it's such a nice country yeah and sure. um definitely a nice place to live you don't even have to live here like um long term long term yeah you just come for exchange or be an au pair here or just find some summer job. And that's the, I think, thing with what we learn the most, uh, stepping out of our comfort zone. And and it opened, I think it broadened our perspectives a lot and it opened our eyes for a lot of things. Yeah. The way the people can do the situations, learn about, a lot about ourselves and life in general. Yeah, you become more independent and, and mature as yeah, well. And you learn what you're capable of and mm. what your capabilities are in general. And that you can depend on yourself a lot. And of off, course, yeah. yeah. But but you are what you have. Do you regret packing your suitcase and going to Denmark? All the way from Latvia. Never, never. Like, there have been shitty situations, but I have For never sure. regretted it. Like, like if something, then I'm actually grateful for every day I have had here. Like, met such amazing people. Thank you. Thank you, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, love you. <laughs> Education and, I don't know. I think I would be more much miserable if I would stay in my country. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, guys, I think... That's it for our first podcast. This is, is that it? Is it our first podcast? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. It. But um, it if you fun. have so many questions, like 
let us know, text us, ask us. We can make a second episode about it. And um, and then I guess see you in our next episode where we're going to talk about some other juicy stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for listening and see you next time. See ya. Peace. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>